copy, shift box. I got radio check. Yeah, radio is working fine. Yeah, copy all personnel. Yeah, copy, mate. The chair in the vent bag. Yeah, stitch her up there, thanks, mate. Yeah, right, hey, copy that. Are you COVID tested? I am. Okay. To get into the building. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Right on. <laughs> Have you Rit- had your fourth yet? Written warning. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I said I was late. I was um, having a drug test. You know, you're always late down the hole when you have a drug test. Yeah, yeah, coffee, yeah. Coffee. <laughs> yeah. All right. What well, are we having a yarn about today, Matty? Well, we're having things evolve since our last. Um, you were the second uh, second videoer in history of um, life of mine. Back yep. in the, you were the guinea pig. Yep. Uh, you, you instilled the confidence in me. Haven't things uh, the the drill cube story bloody grown since then? Yeah, we've been pushing along. There's a fair bit going on with it all. Um, we've obviously we pushed into Australia. I don't know if we'd started back then, but um, we've won three or four contracts in the country now, and we've got quite a few more lined up. We're working through some really good products that are are going to we think transform the landscape. We've got the fully encapsulated hose loom that we're working with a uh, co-development partner. Uh, we've got flat pack ladderways that we're working through so we can fit 380 metres of fully polyurethane flat pack ladderways into a 20-foot sea, uh, 40-foot sea container and ship them anywhere in the world. So that'll mean you've got 10 levels of ladderways for probably ten dollars or $12,000 flat packed. You can pump them over to Africa, mm. leave the container on site, and then as your levels open up, you just put these modular ladderways together, plonk them into the, into the mine, and uh, you can open up your stoping cycle. Um, the real benefit is they're 52 kilos per two-metre section, so there's, uh, the safe handling processes are going to be good. And apart from that, we're just busy keeping up with what's going on, new vent bag, uh, new poly fittings, new valves, um, just anything basically. Whatever's not working quite right, we find a way, we innovate it, and we get it fixed and chuck it in the hole and see how they go. Right. So, for, rewind for the people that have just tuned into the Drill Cube yarn, Drill Cube story. Give us the bloody two minute spill. Who are you? What are you doing? Why are you better? Why are you different? Well, we're made for miners, right? So, as you know, I'm not in the supply chain. I'm actually um, a miner and um, same as you, jump operator, bottom up and uh, work my way through into the senior management roles. And then every international project I used to go over and run, I'd get frustrated because the gear wouldn't turn up on time. We did one in Indonesia. It took us three, four months to set the suppliers up. And when the gear turns up, it's the wrong size Pelican picks. It's the wrong size reamers. You know, you've got hard hats turn up without clasps on top of them. The cap lamps aren't the right ones. So what we did, we just made up a, a list of optimised mining products, right, the shop in a box. We put the shop on site. When you're kicking your portal off, we start with cap lamps and lasers and then you just go to work. All your rock tools, all your ground support, all your vent products, all your poly products, so that as you go into your mine, you should be using drill cube products all day during the development cycle. Now, the model's very much tested and it's working. We see a productivity increase in every operation that we go to, and we have extremely positive feedback from the miners because the, the teams know that what they're using has been thought about prior to using it, you know. 
Um, and you should, in our sea containers, you should be able to go into the containers on site, see and grab and feel and touch what you need. All the headers are made up, ready to go. Everything's ready. Oh, the eyeballs have got the duct tape bloody shell on them already. That's that's more like that one. Barrel and wedges have got a cable tie to keep them together. Oh, Everything's yeah. in the lunch boxes. It's made for miners, right? Well, that's we've got shitloads of videos coming out, if you haven't seen them already, with... Um, Every little bloody intricacy of all these products, well, and the, I guess the points of difference, because as you said, they've been very well thought about, the practicalities, even the L-pins with the uh, the metal wedge chain to it. So yeah. you just you don't have them bloody flopping around on the drains all the time. It's so there's a lot of stuff that is just ancillary, right? But the thing is, the vision is, or the view is that, you should be able to go to one place and get everything that you need, right? There's a reason we keep going back to one really big hardware store over and over again mm. where there's 75 different types of hardware stores or locations. But we go back to one hardware store over and over again for a reason because we can always get what we need plus we can get the parts we need to finish the job. And we've just got exactly the same view. Anywhere in the world... Uh, we ship and pack and send full container loads. You know, we've got about 80 on the water at the moment moving. And when they arrive on site, the gear that arrives is exactly what you want. Uh, our ground support is exceptional. We've got some good dynamic bolts coming through. We've got some really good um, high-level dynamic GUIs coming through. They're under development at the moment. We've got a new fan hanging system that should require no people, and we believe we can get the fan to lift in 10 to 15 minutes, zero contact with humans. So that'll make life a bit easier. They, they tend to bounce a bit out of those baskets. We don't like that too often. <laughs> you don't want them flipping upside down, no. no. <laughs> the fans, the fans all, all the people, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's what we're hoping to do there. That's under development and... Um, yeah, there's some good innovations. There's some good stuff. So the things like, well, I really want to talk about the um, the fully encapsulated hose loom. As you can tell, that's sort of my, uh, you get a bit rigid talking about that. It's my bread and butter, that sort of stuff. That's a, that's going to be a game changer. But things it like is. the, um, you know, the oil pins with the bloody wedge chain to it, the, um, Oh, yeah, yeah, the service hangers you got, like all yeah. those, were they, did they come from your, did you sort of innovate them and say, right, well, this is, we need to make this better than what we're all used to? Because we're just all used to just L pins rocking up and wooden wedges. Wooden not wedges being on there. the back of the jumbo, it, right? Yeah. And then you've, then you've got a jumbo plate and you're busting the wedge in half with a jumbo plate and then you're busting your hands and got splinters yeah. all through your hands everywhere. And then also the bogger goes around along at the start of shift and just, crushes them all on the side of the decline and you've got to replace them all, right? So we um, we put the, I think it's 400 mil of chain and just put a little tack weld, galvanised them so that they don't drop out. And then they're in place, they're in situ, you can hang your jumbo boxes, everything's rated so you know you're safe, right? It's made for a 45 millimetre hole. I think it's 43 to 48 mil hole. It's made for mining, right? And then you don't have to worry about that side of it. All your uh, valves, all made up, ready to go, all to DN25 pressure rating, right? So there's a factor of safety. Um, all 316 steel in case you've got dirty water in your mind. Everything works on that one. The service hangers are safe lock. They're a bloody good thing. They're really good. So they colour coordinate your, uh, your pressure lines, so your energised lines. We've got water as blue, um, air as red, um, green and yellow for pumping and ancillary. 
so that you know which line you're working on. Say your jumbo's down the decline, got to keep boring, but you need to extend air. You know you're isolating air, right? You can do positive isolation at your service headers and then you're not going to um, hurt anyone uh, with the energised lines. The other thing is that by having them colour-coded in the decline, um, you've had guys in the past or teams in the past who've switched the air and water and then you fill your refuge chamber up with water, right? <laughs> And you feel your jumbo's uh, water circuit up with air. Oh, Mac and McDonald. Yeah. Did he do it? Did yeah, he? he did it. Filled, I think he filled a couple up at um, the minor one. It's only 200 grand, plus you've got to buy <laughs> two <ears>. more. <laughs> Yeah, just like they walked up and it's like overflowing <laughs> up at the window and just yeah. like, what have I done? Yeah. Yeah, we're yeah. in Africa. I went to the refuge <laughs> chamber and the water was up to the window level and I'm looking in yeah. going, six months, no refuge <laughs> chamber. So six months it was going to take us, right? Can't stoke. <laughs> haven't got a refuge chamber. So, so that's why we did that one. And it's got the positive lock on top so that your pump lines can't jump out and your jumbo cables can't jump. Um, and they're rated. They're rated to 1.1 tonnes. The uh, armour lock hoses that are fully encapsulated hydraulic hose looms for the jumbos, we believe we're going to get, let's say, 12 weeks to 16 weeks to 24 weeks with no blowing hoses. Sounds like a lot. Mm. Sounds like bullshit. But I heard that's what they were, there was, a, I guess, a, a modified version of it where they were, you know, using the, you know, the, the full wrap um, six metre hoses, foam or fill on either end of it, they were doing it over east. So, like a bit of a, you know, a bit of more of a manual intensive way of doing it. But I heard they were getting, you know, six months out of hoses there to, to a- the point where they were like rust, they had to change it because they, they were rusted that much, the fittings. Well, these are polyurethane encapsulated and none of the hose can touch. So, you've seen the product. Um, it's going to be good. It's a bloody it's game changer, good. I reckon. It yep. is. It yep. is. And the other thing is you've got the rollovers on the HL 1500s. They always scuff, right? Mm. All your Normet and your Shotcrete rigs, they always scuff. The snake pit in the jumbos, I mean, I love getting into there. <laughs> How good is it? Nothing better than bloody eating grease. Oh, <laughs> Under bad. the bonnet. So, yeah, yeah. look, this one is um, we're working very, very heavily with the inventor uh, to support them and um, – Strongly believe it's going to change the landscape of mining. So, you know. Because at that, that the, like, I guess the initial concept is just for the, I guess, your main your main drill loom yeah, at the, the moment. Yeah. So um, the DD421 is the trial. Dash, six, you got your 16s, 12s and a 8 and a 6, I think, usually. And, uh, and the cost benefits, you I am you the know, feed cylinder ones, yeah. How many yeah. hoses you change a shift? You know, I've gone up to three, four hoses some mm. days if you're in bad ground. Um, to go from and then service day, you got to drop your wrap, you got to wash it all out, you got to inspect. So you put three hours on a service day in your hoses. We think that we can get this to six months with no blowing hoses. Yeah. Oh, but it's more the advantages on service day that you can, as you said, you can just drop the loom, chuck another one on, and yep. or you because most service days we do monthly services. And so you could probably, for most of them, you'd leave it on there. But that means the fitters can actually get in the cabin under the bonnet to do the Work you on know the, the, the wish list bloody items that they don't get time to do because they're too busy doing bloody hoses out the front. And especially because we smash a, a monthly out in twelve hours, yeah, because they're bloody and they've got it organised and everything, and that's go go go. But if you eliminate 
the hose side of things. That's, That's huge. a big chunk of the time where you can do all the other fiddly shit that Jumbop's like, oh, they didn't fucking do me bloody wish list, but they haven't got time because they're too busy doing hoses. Correct. Yeah, That's what happens, quick. right? And they scuff. So we've removed all the water. They're fully encapsulated. You cannot get water, uh, rock finds, oil. They're fully sealed, 100% yep. sealed, all four wire hoses, and they're just locked at the turret and then locked at the hose tree and then wrapped in and away you go. They've yep. been run over with an excavator, squashed with a 30-ton excavator. As a testing thing. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, hit with an axe to try and break through the urethane. Yeah. They're Can't quite amazing. Yeah. You've seen them. You know what they're like. Mm. Um, they're right at they're right at project launch and um, and we're working as hard as we can to, to get them um, mass-produced for the market. So it's going to be good. So you'll... Um, so you'll have the full loom and then you'll have little, I guess, short hoses that bolt onto your, say, your maintenance technique yeah, hose so, tree. Exactly. So they'll yep. adapt and up to the rope on, And that'll rope onto that yep. bullet. Yeah. And then there's other developments of just having, like, right to the end of having mail. But it's it's a highly developmental project, but the initial test results are incredible, incredible. And how been trialled on Jumbo yet at yep. all? Yep. So they're on Jumbo number three. We just shipped off. I just purchased and shipped off another three sets um, yep. to be sent overseas for the first trial. So these are good. Um, modular ladderways, they're going to be incredible. Flat pack ladderways, so IKEA ladderways, um, ready to go. They've got they're fully uh, plastic. They're HDPE. Um, they're all made up. We're working with a developer to co-invent and get those ready. We've just shipped the first C container of those. These are good. They're real good. So, because, um, you know, every time you're waiting for the steel ladderways to be made, and then when I was overseas in Africa or Indo, you're either using just the standard rise mining ladderways that everyone's at risk, right, or we have to ship um, the heavy-duty ones, and you can only get 20 metres of ladderway in a container, 30 metres of ladderway, and then you've got to get it underground. You've got to manhandle it, right? They're probably 400, 500 kilos a section. And um, they take time and effort and people to get them in, in situ. So these ones, they come flat packed. They're HDPE, fully plastic. They can't rust. Um, they've got the, they to mine spec, mine's regs. So they've got the drop down stage in them every six to 10 metres, depending on your regulations. Mm. Um, and then we've got the uh, strip lighting that runs through the back of them and everything like that. So, you know, you can have them set up in your – we can send the container and just leave it on site. You've got all your drills, you've got all your GUI bars, you've got all of your um, installation kit ready to go. And then at the end of every level, when you hit the back end, you're ready to stoke, you just go and grab 25 metres out of each one, take it down, install it with the IT or with a winch, depending on which way you want to go, and you can open up your stopes so much faster. Do, and anyone can does it. Anyone can install them. Like, do they on-site training to install, or you need certified people to install them? Or? Well, um, what we're doing, we're getting a nationally accredited training organisation to do an SOP for it, right? Yep. So it's going to have full training resource manuals, so that you, you can do it anywhere in the world, right? Anywhere. So the vision is, or the view is, just like buy a 20-foot sea container and then you don't have to worry about it. We, we did a cost-benefit on the shipping, you know, to do 200 or 300 metres of ladderways into Africa, we can save $150,000 on shipping costs alone. 
Yep. I mean, it's unheard of. So mm. it's bloody good. It's a very good system. How yeah. bloody had COVID go with the whole ship and everything? What were the, I guess, the challenges during that period? Did it uh, we grew. Obviously we got grew, through it. But. Yeah, we grew through that period. It was pretty tough. Um, but we had we've lost zero minutes of lost time in production from mm. supply of our stock. So um, it's been a, it's been a good growth period for us. A lot of just in times dead, mate. It's mm. gone, you know, and use one bolt, order one bolt, ship one bolt, it's finished. You can't do it anymore. So we prefer to oversupply, right, have more sitting around ready to go and then draw down on it so the ESG compliance is a lot more compatible as opposed to having empty sea containers or empty trucks going up in the gold fields. Yep. It's easy to have it there and mm. have it and use it rather than not have it and need it, you know? Yep, yep. Are you feeling like a bit of, I guess, the the models getting starting to get a bit of popularity, get a adoption? As, as you said, you're breaking into the Australian market. Yeah. What is there? Was there a bit of, what was the vibe like there? Was a bit of pushback, like, you know, new kid on the block sort of thing or was it welcomed with open arms? What was that whole period like? Um, it was when people realised the benefits of the model and the quality of the products, well, first thing is the miners like it, right? Yep. So that's the main thing. The end user is in love with the products because he doesn't have to build up service headers and the vent bag works first time and it comes with carabiner hooks. Safety clips don't bust your hands up. The service hangers make your mine look sweet. So the end users love it, right? The second thing is the, the corporates are, are very happy with it because um, it reduces the amount of supplies. We effectively um, support around 37 different suppliers. So rock tools are flooded with people, you know. Ground support, uh, the heavyweights have got it, but we're the third player, second, third player on the block and very, very competent in the products. The vent bags, we believe, are superior and our test results are showing that quite heavily. But the, the benefit is to the corporates, the miners, the supply teams and the end users is that you just have to go to one place and it, it turns up quickly and generally speaking, the quality that we send up is better. It, and look, I just do it because um, we built it because that's what I need to develop mm. my minds when I get started, wherever it may be. So I don't want to sell 12 different types of baked beans. I just want one or two tins of baked beans that One work big, for you. bloody big tin. Yeah, and then just use <laughs> yeah, it, right? Yeah, yeah. And they're good baked beans. They're bloody, oh, bloody delicious. Tell you what, <laughs> I've tasted some baked beans in my time, Wosley. <laughs> sure oh, you have. <laughs> I do miss it. Oh, what's bloody, yeah, see, so, oh, this is good because you're wheeling and dealing with the high- High rollers, mate. I'll bring you back down to earth every week with a bit of bloody underground mining shop talk, you know. How's the jumbo um, training going? Is it good? Good, yeah. No, I'm bloody. It's, oh, it's just, it's a, I guess it's a bit of a void that needs to be filled because everyone's Offset like, Santa's in decline, mate. Yeah, well, bloody, you don't want to send it the wrong way like bloody. Uh, Wasley did in 2002. Yeah, Tucker sent one the wrong way at bloody Golden Grove. There's, I've got a photo of that too. Don't know how I got that. Tucker but- sends him the wrong <laughs> up, down, left, and right. <laughs> it catches the lot. Uh, you did a few, didn't you? In a yeah, row. I did two once. That was a bit of a, on a chicane. <laughs> Thanks, Bluey. <laughs> I did a couple on the wrong way in a chicane once, but I, you got to learn from it. But there's a lot of little tricks that can make it oh, easier. And it's, but it's like I've been doing the on bloody or we're, we're in process of getting a bloody app sorted, like because this bloody Podbean thing shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
it just being able to dump my brain into a bloody episode of just what my yep. little process is on the jumbo. My process is not the process, but it's a process and um, gets people talking and then they chip in their little bloody yep. tricks and nothing you get in a procedure. It's well, all the bloody, uh, why, why not? Def- definitely a void that needs to be filled. So. Well, I always teach, main thing that I always have to uh, retrain whenever I go and do um, production reports anywhere in the world is four rows in 1.4 on your decline floor, right? So mm. four in 1.4 is the rule. But you'll go to any mine in the world, you'll see a rolling decline where they can't catch grade and mm. you know that they're doing three rows under their grade, right, and they're not mm. getting the floor to lift because of that third row, fourth row. Yeah. And um, I don't know how that slipped through the books. Offset centres in declines, how to cut a sump floor at 1.6 and carry the backs through. Yeah. How not to... Um, the centre line of a sump, how not to belly your vent bag, you know, so that the boggers and the trucks are ripping it out at the sump all the time. Oh, because their arse ends bloody flying up in the air. Well, yeah. also because you, you, as you're going through a sump on a level access, your sump floors should go down, but your backs should carry through, mm. you know. But how yeah. many miners are following the backs down and then following yeah, the I backs made, up? Yeah, that transition, they, they, you leave it too late and that all. There's always that big thing in belly event bag instead of ripping a bit more out. And yeah. now the four two twos, how do you program that cut? Mm. Right. How do you carry your oh, bags? Oh, they're bigger too. They're, I don't know if they're high, but they're definitely wider. Like they're bloody, they're big cabs, those bloody things. Have you had your time on them yet? Or? No, oh, I've heard. Oh, now, because oh, I was pretty vocal in saying that fucking, like they're never going to be <laughs> as quick as the hydraulic one. But I have heard the the updated dual control, which is the the Bolton one, is yep. the everyone's loving it. So, um, yeah, oh, I haven't touched what the about the linear the, sensors? They still got them in there, or no? Nah, well, this is the just the the, the pure the dual and chewer, so it's bolt bore one split feed. I've not heard the, they're good. Yeah, so they and I've heard they're. I think because they keep in tune for the boring, you pick it up boring because it's it's you know it's per, no one fucks around with valves and shit. It's all perfectly Jeez, quick, tuned. Mate. Yeah, so um, I'm not sure if they bolt quicker, but I've heard. Yeah, I heard even reputable bloody. Old what's, school operators are liking the new ones. What's so. Meeky say about him? Is he like him? Well, he's invented it pretty much. Yeah, he's, he's pretty handy, mate. He's uh, he knows his stuff. Yeah, so he's not a silly man. So I oh, so, oh, I remember the first one we tried was just nowhere near as you're losing that much time on the computer and and everything. Um, but well, a lot of it's getting getting the feel of you know when you're trying to put a stubby bolt in because you you got electric you got no feel in the levers with a real finite part. movements. Yeah. But um, I'm sure once you get used to it, um, we um, I love them. Like the we got one of our shanks in a project we got. We got fourteen thousand meters out of a shank with those new drills. Like they, yeah. and that's a T thirty eight. They um, just on a um on the boring rig. Yeah, or, on the yeah, borer, yeah. and it was it was just standard ground. You know, one hundred and sixty MPA and all that. But the rig is so sensitive; it can see what's happening mm. in the drill bit that it protects your shanks and stops steel from tearing mm. to shreds. The new boulder would be interesting. Um, what I find in Australia, if you've got the support, they're awesome, mm. but you need a fitter. Well, you need auto, auto spark. You need a lot of auto you know, sparkies. You can't keep auto sparkies up to it. So, Well, a lot of guys are doing the dual trade now. 
fit a heavy diesel and auto sparky because auto sparky's be becoming especially with this sort of stuff so well, yes yeah, so i might i might be uh i might be doing an announcement that i was uh very wrong once these bloody dual controls take over i just want the bloody i'm like does it bore does it get more cuts that's all i want to well, know can you mesh a heading quicker and can you bore a cut quicker oh, here you can bore a cut quicker because of the the optimized drilling yeah um so there's the advantage whereas yeah i just want to know can you can you mesh your cut quicker like can well, time yeah. will tell won't it but i've heard that they've they've got it pretty much uh nutted now it sound, so. yeah it sounds like this next gen that's just coming out now is a lot um yeah the more user friendly. Lot, lot more user friendly i haven't used one yet so i'll have, have to well time will tell so we're um halfway through where we're, we've got it patented and ready to go we've got a, a new dynamic split set so we think it's going to give them a bit of a rattle so what's um what is that compared well, I can't to say your- too much but it's got a dynamic capacity to it so it'll be yep. sleeping you'll use it in the ore drives um, you'll is, use it, is it totally different to the point anchor sort of things yeah. that we've seen? It's yeah. a whole new concept. Well, the thing is, the MDX is a beautiful bolt, right? We love it. They're fast, but they cost you a dollar, right? And it affects your all in sustaining costs. The GUIs are slow. We love them, but they're slow. Yep. And they've got their design faults and the splitties, the geotechs hate them. Jump operators love them, right? So mm. we're going to try and jump in between the space between a splitty and between an MDX and mm. see how it sits in that space. Oh, she's big times. How exciting. Time you tell, you just wait. That bloody, that drill cube, like, it won't, people won't be able to get it out of their bloody head soon. It's <laughs> going to be everywhere. Maybe. Stay tuned. Right, that's a good bloody, uh, that's a good update. Lots happened in a couple of years. Yeah, it's it? been busy. We've been moving along, same as you, no doubt. Plenty more, plenty more to come. Right, looking forward to. Oh, I just won't wait till this bloody hose loom is on the jumbos. And Hang on, uh, while we're it's even it. in drill cube blue too. What about the Bub Butler thing? How'd that all go? That go good. good. Yeah, got the bloody got the bloody drill cube logo over to bloody Victoria, mate. When's it he going? When are we going to see someone re- reinvent the rock to- rock drill? The comps. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think they're sort of still going, but I think, geez, you might have to bloody um. You might have well, to rise up there. I would have thought that it would have turned into a comp now, you know. Like you look at the steel series on ground, yeah, on yeah, the yeah. telly, and, and, you know, that's pretty watchable. Yeah. Um, I just I'm surprised that the rock t- rock drills dropped away. But um, I'm thinking if what if we if we got one happening somewhere, like a bit of a bloody reunion old time. Then should, I, be I could, at, should be up at diggers, shouldn't it? Yeah, really? well, but even I'll just have the bloody, the you know, live Ray Warren commentary style for the mm. actual, because did they have commentary of them while it was happening? No, I remember the Kalgoorlie one. They got pretty big there in the 80s. I reckon that. I could do commentary like a horse race on, and that would just like, that diggers and up. underground ops, wouldn't it? It'd be the way to be go. Be something like that. Diggers would be a good start. But, yeah, yeah get all the, um, Bub would still bloody, um, He'd still pump it out. He'd be still hard to be. He's a fit old. God, he's fit. I think I'd pop a valve if I had a crack at yeah, that. Yeah, no, I think you can just stick to sponsoring it. I <laughs> <laughs> think of your welfare. Get yeah. it off the ground. I can't <laughs> pick up. It's two wood these oh, days. Yeah. Well, I, I, the dream was to get, mate, imagine if you could get an underground one where you just got six ore drives next to each other yeah. and six power sources and get a bloody jumbos in there and have like a have a Bolton contest. Oh, you'd love that'd, it, would That'd you? be the bloody go. That'd be that'd be cool. Donovan would win that one. He's pretty. Oh no, that Joshy Price is pretty fast. I've heard. Who's oh. Josh Perry? Is it? I think it is. He's, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. he's up at 
Um, where's he gone? He's gone develop, I think. Yeah, I, don't know. I haven't seen him bolt, but I've heard oh, he's where Jared still. Selby keeps telling me he's the quickest in the world. So, funny, that's but that comes from him. So, he's his biggest fan. So, and, uh, Snowy can't even see the end of the bolt <laughs> anymore, right? <laughs> he'd pick it up on scale, he's still he? quick though, mate. He's still <laughs> pick it up on scale, <laughs> no doubt. Oh. I tell you what, it's Watching the Aussie jump operators, how quick they are, you know, like it's quite exceptional. You know, they, they're the fastest in the world by a country mile and they're training the rest of the world now as well. So, you know, it's it's impressive to see. It's, it's good, mate. It's bloody good fun. Right, mate. Well, thanks for the bloody update and uh, congrats on the latest success. But this is only the uh, right scratching the surface at the moment, which is uh, we're going to be hearing plenty more from uh, Drill Cube HQ. Can tell you that now. Good on you, mate. Jeez, Take was. care, mate. Have a safe oh, shift. Oh, buddy, Mick McCarthy's going to be frothing on this. He's, your, he's your, your biggest individual fan in the world, I think. He's the best jumbo offsider I ever had. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, that's a backhanded compliment, We dropped a few it? kilos off him. We, got it, we thinned him up. We got the puppy fat off, but it's back on again, I notice now. <laughs> oh, he'll be, he'll be stoked he got a shout-out. All right, <laughs> All right brother. Cheers. Take care. See you, mate. <laughs>